we're on episode 13. Is it 13? Huh? No, we're on episode 12. 12. Yeah. Sorry. We're on episode 12, like Taylor said. Yeah. Like Taylor said. <laughs> I like the way that sounds. Yes, Matha. Like you said, Matha. Yeah. I need more of that in my okay, life. Okay, so he was on Lincoln. Lincoln? He was in Milk, Flags of Our Fathers. Did you watch those movies? I watched Lincoln and uh, Flags of Our Fathers, I'm pretty sure. But I don't remember him on that. Yeah, I didn't watch Lincoln. Usually, though, Daniel Day-Lewis is my man, but only in The Crucible. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> nah, dude. Gangs of New York, bro. Crucible is so much better because that's the worst movie I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. And they showed remember it to me they, in my English class. I was about to say, remember when they forced it down your throat in school? Yeah, it's to teach... Guys, me. Crucible, game changer. To teach women not to end up like Lana and always teach them to ask questions and not be with a man that you know nothing about. Crucible was uh, like the witches, right? Yeah, it was uh, Salem Witch Trials. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Nothing really relatable right now, but I'm still going to stand by what I just said. What if it is later? That's why I was was, was asking. Well, no, because I don't know if it is later. You can't be spoiling things for me. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, you keep doing this. (laughs) I don't like it. You don't know. Hey, he was in Mindhunter. Uh, when was he in Mindhunter? Was he playing one of the Benjamin Barnwright? Is that a kid? Do you remember? I think, I don't know if it's first or second season, but they meet that dude who was the husband, but then there was the brother, and he was like abusing. Listen. He was really weak looking, timid. When he actually killed the girl? I've seen my hunter like one time. Oh, damn. All right, you're dude. never, ever going to get me to remember that. I've seen it twice over. Come on, bro. What do you mean you've seen it twice over? It's not really the happiest thing that I say, hey, I can't wait to get back into. It's a good break in between. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not going to rewatch that. Oh, dude, he's from Smallville. Oh. Jack Frost. That's what it is. He's the kid, bro. Jack Frost. Wow. Talk Michael about Keaton. Uh, I hope a snowman okay. playing <laughs> his harmonica. How dare you ever assume I don't Snowball know. Snowball fight, dude. He was taking him to school. Here's the issue. He was really creepy. <laughs> so it also could have easily ended up as a Halloween horror story where your father comes back as a scary snowman. And it's kind of creepy. I mean, yeah, it's your dad, and he looks terrifying. Also, like, imagine if he had a weapon, you're terrified. Ken, I think I may need you to look this up, even though we are definitely getting sidetracked. I have a problem with these type of movies. So, was Jack Frost rated PG? Oh. And I think that's what I have a problem with more than anything, is that this is supposed to be, oh, a family-type movie. PG. You can go to hell. (laughs) This isn't a family movie. What is this supposed to teach you? How to lose a parent? This is awful. How about letting go of your parent? What a great ending to all of this. When are we going to (laughs) get... When are we going to get a Christmas Smallville episode, dude? We need one of those. Do we get one of those? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When do they come? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. (laughs) This season, I'm not going to lie. They have not given us much of timelines. They haven't given us much of story. Yeah, there's never big indicators. It's like, yeah, it's Lana's birthday. When is that? When was that? (laughs) What month? What day? Why didn't Clark get her a cake? It's always you hear about (laughs) months ago, months later, weeks later. Oh, yeah, weeks ago. 
last year. And it's like, damn, when did the year pass? You know? Yeah, and there's always a new kid every single week. (laughs) Yeah, that too, because... Yeah, who were you even talking about was, uh, what's his name, Joseph Cross. No, not Joseph Cross. I don't know. You guys go way back, though, because you all have the same name, right? Joseph Cross, that's right. Yeah, all Josephs know each other, I hear. I hear that's a thing. Well, it's just, it's not creative at all here, because what do they name him in here? Jordan Cross. Yeah, so they were go, all right, we're not going to think real hard on this because this episode we know is total crap, so we're just going to have you name yourself Jordan. Brilliant. Last name? Cross. Duh. Why wouldn't I keep my same last name? (laughs) But yeah. um, Put it down. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we have Jordan Cross introduced in this episode, and I don't know if you had any ties to as like, is he has a comic reference at all, does he? Uh, so here is my reference. This episode has already been done. We have seen this already uh-huh. happen. This episode is a repeat, and they thought they could change the story on us to fool the audience and throw in a little weird serial killer twist. I'm not going to lie, this episode, it's kind of strange. It's very strange. <laughs> the villain's motive behind it is high school gossip. <laughs> so it's really kind of brutal to give him the benefit of the doubt for certain things and i'm not gonna lie joseph i'm not giving him any benefit of the doubt in fact i say he should have been put down much sooner wow and it i think jordan is actually a hero and once again clark is the villain (laughs) yeah Soon as soon as Clark meets him. You know? By the way, I'm not even gonna get in I'll get into it a little bit as a spoiler. So the moment Clark meets him, I put in my notes, Jordan's dead. <laughs> you shook that man's hand. Oh no. You saw he could maybe do something. Oh, even better. Oh god. Usually those people stick around here. Yeah, and so of course we have that going on. We have more Adam as usual. And with I Lana. Love, I love me some Adam. Hey, dude, by the way, that voice last week, killer. We got to keep doing that. <laughs> oh we got to keep doing that. Uh, the good news is, though, Adam does not get better. No, and no, no, no. He, he does. In and fact, I can't it's wait. worse. Yeah, and you love, you love what it's turning into because I told you. I'm not. <laughs> he's terrible. He's, a, he's top 10. He's like, top 10. But like what I said, too, even with Adam's story, it's strange. Yeah, and we get the isn't this is the we get the official reveal of his full name in this. Yeah, can't wait on that. Yeah, such if you a didn't know, great. If you didn't know last week, then we won't spoil it for now. Shh. What do you mean last week? They should be listening to last week. Well, yeah, well, I'm saying if they didn't yet. No, 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 they need to. <laughs> Nobody better be skipping episodes here. Hey, man, some it's... nonsense. <laughs> I have to watch every single one of these in order. Well, that's yes. You think I want to watch <laughs> Jordan? No. <laughs> Yeah, maybe so. But again, this is here after episode 12. I've already, you know what it is. Season three of Smallville. Somebody save me podcast. Let's get started. All right. (laughs) So speaking of joseph cross here he is as his character jordan cross going on a nice little hike can we talk of wait no no we need to pause already we need to talk about this song that's playing um, <laughs> why is this song playing bro because someone's gonna die 
This song is automatically initiating because of how sad it is. Oh, I'm in for a treat this week in Smallville. No, in fact, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to skip this week. The moment I heard this song, I go, what the hell is this? Oh, and also, Joseph, why does everybody look like that they're a part of a clan? While then the new kid is not giving proper attire and instead is bring your own. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Has he not gone through the initiation yet? Is that what's going on? So he doesn't get his robes? Or maybe, you know, maybe they do a thing where they order them before the, like the when the roster is announced. So it's like, all right, we got to get this many. And so a new kid right now, they don't have extras, dude. So they got to order it. Yeah, I'm um, defending them, dude. Yeah, okay, this, <laughs> is, this is ridiculous because when we see all, so this is about eight Smallville students running a part of a track team, all wearing red jumpsuits. We have a new guy in gray <laughs> who seems to be running ahead of them. All the entire team then looks at each other and says, oh my God, look at him go. And we see him now yeah, just like, outrunning them and by the way he's not running fast at all this group of people are not quick this is a slow group i can't believe they're offended by this boy and he's now running through the tunnel running up where we see even the cheerleaders practicing this kid is now going across the field along with everybody else steam coming from his throat he then takes a peek at the cheerleader girl she's not smiling at him he wishes she was he then goes back towards the coach and now we are introduced to mr altman altman oh man this guy so this is the coach right and of course he's like all right well good run go ahead and stretch it out (laughs) And then he says nothing. That's it. Like they're done for the day. Lana grabs him real quick before he and before he turns around. And Lana's like, "I'm sorry, I couldn't go. But like, if there's anything I can do, let me know." And it's like, "Whoa, what uh, are we? What are we talking about right now?" And the coach even responds to Lana. Now, there's nothing that any of us can do now. She really loved this time of year. And then he turns around, and I'm only going to assume once again, somebody's dead, probably a kid. And now Lana goes over to the water table, grabbing a towel, starts brushing her neck. New boy in gray walks up and says, hey. She says, hey, you were pretty fast out there. I'm Lana. Oh, I'm Jordan. Jordan Cross. I just started a couple of weeks ago. And all of a sudden, Lana reaches out and touches his hand, and now we got a... A, a splash yeah. forward, uh, a crazy scene that then shows two old people. Well, I'm, I'm trying to understand it from the perspective of like brand new watching this because I already knew what his power was. And it's like, what are you as the audience thinking if you've never seen this before and they touch you? Oh, that's like, easy. I'm thinking he's related to what's her face in the nursing home and he never went to go see his grandmother. Is it Cassandra? It was Cassandra, yes. Cassandra? Yes, she was name? the one that was able to see the individuals deaths i thought or their future or whatever so either way this is once again an ability that i have seen except now they're giving it to me with a high school kid i believe smallville ran out of ideas for this week (laughs) because somebody forgot that this has already been done maybe maybe that same meteor that made cassandra blind and have that power was the same thing or uh, jordan was around at the time Hold on, no, 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 you were on the right track. What if that meteor, when it came down and it gave Cassandra her abilities, it also gave her a baby? (laughs) (laughs) 
and it just grew. And that baby was and shorted. She was dead. Yeah, but he, yeah, but he he no. was no, no. He survived because remember he was born on the day of the meteor crash. Spoiler. So I'm just saying. His if- dad mentions the mom. Okay, that's not an old like and his mom. Hold on, hold know? on. Is her name Cassie? <laughs> we don't know. Maybe like a reincarnation. But let's get to this scene here of after the touch between Jordan and Lana, we now see two old people where one of the old women, it's just an old woman, laying in bed wearing Lana's necklace where it's no longer the green kryptonite because remember the green was sucked out of it. An old man is standing right next to her. I'm actually believing this is Lana dying. The old man standing next to her can't be Clark. So who is that man? Maybe it's Pete Ross. He, okay, I'm not going to tell you why I know that it's not Pete Ross, but let's why, just say it's of his skin color. It's very obvious why it's not Pete Ross. Okay, but yeah, so it really is like you're wondering, whoa, I think we just saw Lana's future, you know? And Jordan's like freaking out because, yeah, they accidentally touched hands and he obviously clearly doesn't like that happening. Before you keep going on, they did not accidentally touch hands. Lana once again <laughs> tries to flirt with the guy, and then the guy responds, and she's like, "What did I do? Yo, what? What? You're I, uncomfortable? We were just friends. I, I barely touched him. Clark, I didn't do anything. Maybe just like grabbed his hand. Like, what is she doing? This is a high school kid. It's a freshman. Okay, do you think she's taking advantage of her freshman here, bro? I'm saying she's learned a lot from Luis. <laughs> Yeah, hitting them freshman 15s in the quad. <laughs> That's what he learned from Louise. <laughs> and so as Jordan is trying to run, like walk away, Coach uh, pulls him aside and is like, hey, great job today. And he pats him on the shoulder for a good job. And obviously the same thing happens to him. We're seeing some type of premonition of that person he's touching. And it's Altman who's just standing in front of the school parking lot and gets rammed with the car and clearly dies. And we have to assume that this happens pretty recent. He's wearing the exact same clothes. Exactly. So maybe it could be happening today, but Jordan once again is freaked out with what he saw, and the coach like, you all right, son? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And then Jordan decides to just go for another run. And now we cut to the scene of him walking out of Smallville High. Wait, we're quick. Wait, we're quick. Oh. I want to talk about his power, though, real quick, because, like... You mean Cassandra's power? No, stop. It's Jordan's, dude. <laughs> oh, sorry. Get him confused. <laughs> it's, uh... You know, he's, he touches Lana, and he sees her on her deathbed, but then he... Is it only the death he sees? Yeah, he sees the actual death of the individual. You know what it is? Murder. It's Minority Report. Except his ability is only being able to see in the exact moment that person dies. So he started the precogs. Like yes. He's a descendant. Like he's the ancestor. Yes. And mm. now we're to also explain how Cassandra is able to get pregnant from him. So that also okay, ties in together. Stop with the Cassandra pregnancy. That's not happening. There is some tie in between the two. <laughs> but yeah, as you stated earlier, we have Jordan's leaving school and Clark runs out behind him. He's like, hey. Jordan, what's up, man? I'm Clark Kent. I was supposed to be your, like your guy, but they said you bolted. And he tries to shake his hand, and Jordan's like, no, not doing that. <laughs> Puts his hands in his pocket. But he's clearly a nice kid, trying to actually talk to Clark here a little bit. He's like, well, hey, all new students are assigned a mentor, so it uh, looks like I'm your mentor, so if you need anything, uh, here's a map. 
Would you mind if I went and checked with my dad? Yeah. Go ask your dad if I can give you a school map, you weirdo. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with no, this kid? No, being the mentor, dude. Okay, it doesn't matter. What do you mean, go ask your dad? What do you mean, not go <laughs> ask your dad? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm at school. Why nah, is my dude. dad there? Um. Hey, dad. Well, is he a freshman? He's a freshman. They And it's because, like what I said, he's uh, born on the day of the meteor shower. So that would put him, according to rainy day and that math that we were thrown at, that would put him as a freshman. Well, we know that. That's what I mean, is that it has to be him being that young, so Clark even being the mentor, for example, would make perfect sense. Older grade, older person that's been around the school. Yeah, the mentor thing. Yeah, or sure. maybe it's just your other theory. Clark Kent owns the town, so as Clark I wants to shape the... <laughs> I shape this nation's youth, okay? Who's the mentor this week? You know what? I think I'll take over. <laughs> okay, Clark. Yeah, they need a substitute teacher, and it's just Clark walking in, just <laughs> teaching class. Like, some days he's teaching class, some days he's just in the back. And that would also explain why he says, can I go ask my dad? He's 14. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just got here. Can I ask my dad? Clark says, oh, sure. Go ahead. Jordan runs over to his dad. By the way, this is the first new parent that we've seen that actually looks like he likes his son. Thank God. Yeah. You know, we need more of this. We, we do. And it's bad and good because the dad is still concerned with Jordan saying it did happen again, didn't it? Jordan is trying not to cry. And he's like, come on, Jordan. I know that we worked hard on this, but this is still a mistake. We shouldn't be putting you in school near everybody. Jordan, before he could even answer, notices now the coach walking across the parking lot. We are now seeing the premonition, as we saw earlier, happening. Coach is standing in front of the, the road and, of course, is about to get rammed by that car. Oh! But then Clark prevents it. No, no, he showed his powers. Joseph, say it right. He showed his powers yeah. to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> what? No one saw this. He was standing right there. Everybody was. Everybody was right there. Like what even like a, like the driver would see that. Every exactly. Everybody on the bus would see that. Let's person talk in about the car. that driver first off. What was the driver doing? They don't They showed nothing. They don't really explain that and you would think that and he, he even was, stops for it. You would think he was drunk for the way he came out of, all, like out of that corner, just speeding down in that busted-ass vehicle. You would think that there was some type of drugs, alcohol in there ready. Yeah, that's true. Loaded, bro. Loaded. What, I, what I love, though, is that when Clark does save Coach, why would you do that? <laughs> I wanted to be with her, you asshole. <laughs> yeah, he pulled a whole uh, Incredibles thing, man, where the suicide jumper wanted to just die, you know? But... Yeah, Clark's just like, well, I'm confused. Like, he didn't want this to happen. But then, of course, Jordan and Clark lock eyes because, yeah, Jordan just probably is new to someone preventing what he sees. Hey, you have powers? I have powers. Did we just see each other have powers? I think we did. If anyone saw him, Jordan saw him, right? Yeah, okay. There is no way, Joseph, <laughs> you could be standing right next to me for one second, and then I turn, and then you're over there a hundred yards away from me in another second. I'm going to think that there's something up, because guess what? I have my own abilities. Yeah. You know what Clark was thinking in that moment, though? Huh. I think I've seen these powers before. <laughs> Do you know Cassandra? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's my mom. 
greatest twist of all time. No, it's not good. Okay. But when it comes okay. to this, <laughs> good Lord. All right. I do want to say this. When it comes to this opening, I'm already hating this episode. This what episode do you mean? is already. Do we have Charlie Frost. It's going down. Okay. <laughs> is he going to turn into a snowman? If he becomes an evil snowman, you got me. Best villain episode ever. But this is why I'm disappointed. I have no villain. And I hate that, that I'm already going into this being like, this is a crap opening. This is going to be another drama-filled nonsense because we just got a kid that's going through a lot. Is this another Cyrus episode? I don't think I could take another. Dude, you know we have to have those. They're so good. They're not that good. So the coach, his name is Greg Keane. He's also in DC's Legends of Tomorrow, The Flash. Bro, DC thing, man. What is the, what is the deal? I told you, we just somehow have to get an in. And is it just like the CW? It's like Supernatural also? No, I don't think it's just CW. Because we've, again, we've seen it with so many other things where people have been in all of uh, what's the Schneider stuff. Yeah, and that's true. That's true. Even if just the extras or side characters, we've seen it all before. You know, I watched, <laughs> watched Man of Steel again not too long ago, and there's like one extra part just going through a couple of lines in a scene, and it's Darius, the bodyguard. What? Yeah, he's just older, and he has like a shaved head, and he's a military guy. I just, and I was looking, and I was like, that's Darius. Maybe that's why he was never at the Luther Mansion. He was getting <laughs> his training done. Now it makes sense. <laughs> All right, Darius, you get a pass this time around. I think he's dead now though or he's arrested in jail maybe he's in jail he would maybe what'd he do remember he was poisoning lex oh you're talking about the actual show he wouldn't be in jail because that would mean someone got caught for doing that yeah they didn't rat him out and they knew that somebody was telling him to do it i thought you're meaning the actor in real life i go (laughs) oh my god what did he do (laughs) No, no 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 not that guy but now after yeah so after the opener we were coming to the hospital and we have Lana, and it looks like the one of the cheerleaders we saw earlier. and The one that Jordan was staring at. Yeah, the one that Jordan was staring at. And Lana sees Clark over there waiting, and they're asking, of course, how's Do- uh, Coach Altman? He's, he's doing okay, though, Lana. They're doing a psych evaluation over him. <laughs> they're making sure that he's going to be okay. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. If this is my coach at high school, I'll send a card, maybe some flowers, but I'm not going to be waiting in the damn waiting room. What is Clark doing right now? Uh, Is he there specifically to give updates to every student that walks in? Like we talked about, he owns the town. Hey, hey, come over here. I know the information. So Altman is going through a test. (laughs) Honestly, I think, yeah, it's like Clark really just, he has to know everything. He's the sheriff, bro. He's the king. He's the lord of this land. And and Lana is even explaining to Clark why they are there. Mm -hmm. And that is because Lana and the cheerleader, Megan, were friends with Altman's daughter. And Altman's daughter had, yeah, had died. And of course, we're just going to, yeah, he wants to kill himself because of the grief. He's missing the daughter. And Lana was obviously a part of her death because we have said this before. (laughs) What happens when you're friends with Lana and Clark? 
you usually end up dying. You're kind of cutting, you're sacrificing your blood, you know? You're definitely throwing the dice every day. You're going to get at least injured. You want to go to the mall? Give Papa a new pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what you're doing every time, hoping you're not going to die because they're right next to you. Yeah, it's like, wow. And so, well, yeah, we get that nice little background there, I guess. Just <laughs> exactly. Kind of, just, this episode's quite depressing. It's not even what I like, mean. there's like one good moment. I don't even know if there's that. Yeah, well, You're going to have to point that moment I'll out to me. point that moment out. Sounds good. But, <laughs> but yeah, of course... Yeah, Megan didn't make it, and of course, Lana's just talking about her blame into that and whatnot. Yeah, we already said it, like you said. And so, Clark is like, I wouldn't wish that decision to pull life support on, like, anyone, you know? Because Altman had to make that decision for his daughter, so now... Clark and Lana somehow make this in a way about themselves and give themselves awkward looks like they were saying, if I were to ever lose you, I would also want to kill myself. (laughs) But this is also why I hate this part. This has nothing to do with relationships, you two weirdos. It's just because it's death that turns you both on. The hell is wrong with y'all? No, dude. They're, <laughs> they're so normal. Like, what is this? They're so normal. Oh, my God, death. Clark. Lana. <laughs> they love it. They love it so much. Dude, we live in their world. Look, everything's about them. Yeah, Clark is even smiling about it. He's like, I got her. It's always this weird tension. And so, of course, we go to the, the room Mr. Altman's in, and we have Megan crying and telling her story and feeling guilty. But Almond's passed out. He's not. He's not hearing this, you know. So of course she's breaking down, telling him it's like it's all my fault. I shouldn't have done it, you know. And it's I. We had a fight that night, and she left early, and Lana didn't write. Lana didn't drive her home. Lana didn't drive her home. Did I say that right? <laughs> Lana did not drive her. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not really what she said. But Lana's in here adding to it. I wish I could have, you know, went after her to, you know, stop her from leaving, too. Don't take all the blame. I feel guilty, too, you know. We all could have done something. And it's like, they even say, here. here's also the other thing I have a problem with, too. They go, we all, Lana says, we all should have been able to stop her. If you just had a fight and a person just left, but there was absolutely no drinking, what type of fight did you have where you think that person is so distraught that, <laughs> like, they're just going to have an accident? I don't think that's how it was. In fact, I just think maybe they had a fight. She got mad and she went home and then a drunk driver or somebody hit her, Mm -hmm. meaning this would never be two junior high school girls' fault. Nope. Okay. Just wanted to make sure on that. Yeah. It would not at all. It wouldn't even, yeah. No. But Lana does say to your other point, Megan, he's under heavy sedation, you dumbass. He can't hear you. We should yeah, just go. I don't even know why they verbally say this. It's like, what? Do you, hey, uh, he's under sedation, idiot. He can't hear anything you're saying. Joseph, you know why we have to say this? It's I'm cause so sorry. I'm so sorry. We have to set up our villain because Lana gives one last look to Altman and what does Altman do with his eyes he was awake he opens them and he looks towards the door and he says I'm gonna murder you hoes and then yeah you look at you look at yourself and you're like wow we know our villain 
This is not a villain. Uh, no, this is Hothead 2.0. So we have Cassandra 2.0 and now Hothead 2.0. That's right. This is great. Because think about it, dude. He, the other one had the jocks, the football team. Now we have the cheerleaders, varsity, and we kill them. We don't even hit them. We go straight to the point. I love it. And I also want to add another layer. What if we're looking at this all wrong? <laughs> okay. What if Altman is the hero? And what he overheard in the hospital was Lana was friends with somebody that died again. We had Emily back then. Now we have Julia. And Cyrus was near her. And other kids have been near her. A Van, a swimmer boy, uh, the kid who Edgar Allan Poe. We Love have, that guy. Yeah, great person. Put him in the dungeon. <laughs> but when it comes to Lana, she seems to always have these guys follow her where death then follows but not only guys but also girls so i'm pretty sure every year of lana's life at least three people have died and i'm also going to throw this out there altman has been a coach there for quite some time so i bet he finally realized there's a pattern hell yeah hey you think the meteor freak theory is also in play here what if, like, it's making his rage towards, like, maybe attacking her greater? Like, that sensation, that attraction. So, wait, he's attracted to her? But, like, in that aggressive, more, like, rageful sense, like... Dude, why are you going out a perverted route? What? <laughs> what is it? I'm talking about, deal? like, a murder, like a lust for murder. A lust? Gross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 15-year-old Joseph? What are you talking about? Stop it. She's 17. Oh, you're right. Rainy day. Sorry. <laughs> Don't do it again. Sorry. Sorry. Let's go back to Smallville. You only talked to Taylor. Sorry. I don't know the details. <laughs> yeah, dude. Seriously. She'll yell at me. Go. <laughs> so we go back to school, and we have Jordan here just trying to avoid everyone possible. This He's is by actually himself. sad. It's pretty sad. Yeah. That's like I said, this episode is pretty sad. And so, yeah, he's trying to avoid touching anyone because really, it's like just one bump, boom, talking to someone. And of course, who does touch him? This is the good part I'm talking about. This is the only cool part. Kinda. Clark ends up being the one that touches his shoulder and uh, from the back. And of course, it shows a brief glimpse of the cape. The yellow insignia, the S, like just the cape, just flying through. And what is that? It's like, is he flying through the universe? Because it looks like it's it's beaming, like almost like a infinite void, like that type of transition. So that's what I thought it was. Whenever they were showing the scene, I thought it was him going into infinity. So it's like never ending in a way. My, because Jordan has this ability, I was hoping they would show something. Maybe like just some type of death. I don't know. Maybe some oh, type you of, wanted a death. I I wanted some type of That'd doomsday be cool. where Ooh. you see something, or even I'm gonna take it a step further, and this is never gonna happen. If they were to done some doomsday clock and gave me some Doctor Manhattan <laughs> right where oh you my know, god, for I sure. would have lost it. And then if we were to somehow have Doctor Manhattan just say. The last thing I ever saw was a fist, and then it went black. Does he win, or do I win? We'll find out. 
<laughs> like I would love something along. You know they could do that, dude. That's like a dream world. Bro. I know that's, that's why a dream I said. World. But either way, I would have at least loved a gigantic fist coming out, like dark side fist. That'd have been crazy. Yeah, like so, it's all bright lights, and then maybe it gets interrupted by that. Yeah, it's like oh. exactly where something else come about. Because for me, what was that? That wasn't death. That was everlasting. It's. I it. mean, he's not technically immortal, but I mean, he would live a very long time, wouldn't he? Uh, yeah, but that doesn't take away from he would eventually go. They made it seem like it was forever. Yeah, maybe. Do you think they're going on like based on the idea of what Superman is to things that he is just forever? He will always be forever. Or that maybe his, uh, to your other thing, is that somehow he's able to keep carrying on because so many people have cloned him, Lex. <laughs> and that's maybe why he's able to be that infinite. I could go with that. I just, I'm like, come on, you have an opportunity and you give me something happy. And that's why I, I get why you love this scene. I'm just, I'm going to be a spoiled brat. It, well, I'm just saying that it's the best part of this whole episode. Oh, no, this episode's great. <laughs> what do you mean? But, yeah, so it's basically that whole forever thing. And then, yeah, Jordan realizes that, like, whoa, that was different. Because he realizes it's Clark. And Clark doesn't know about this ability, obviously. So he's just having a conversation with them. Like, hey, man, didn't you got interrupted yesterday? How you been? Like, let's, let's catch up. And so um, he's really forcing this, though, on Jordan. Hey, let me pat your back again. Dude, don't touch me. <laughs> Jordan literally moves the shoulder out of the He's way. Like, and it's like Clark. the scared kid, the timid kid that's like uh, just flinching and everything. And he's like, I just don't like to be touched. All right, man. Uh, fair enough. We're cool. All of a sudden, kids <laughs> don't see him. And Dude, this part's so funny. I'm sorry. This would not keep happening. This like, would be the meanest thing. And Clark does nothing and just watches as student after student just shoulders him. They just all shoulder Jordan Clark, right now. Clark's just looking at Jordan only, not even seeing how everyone's hitting him. He's just like, wow, strange kid. Why is he doing that to his head? But now he does pick up on it because Daphne does get her clues in a way. I'm sorry. Daphne gets his clues in ways. That's right. Yeah, I got to stay on point yeah, here. Yeah, dude, that's right. Sorry. But <laughs> I do want to say, he's like, oh, that's how you were able to see Mr. Altman. You were able to see him go in front of the car. Do you have powers? And if so, can I abuse them? And I also want to ask you this. The way Jordan reacts to it, is it hurting him? Could he ever be able to have it not hurt him, but instead he just gets that glimpse where he doesn't have to then get like that headache and then he's holding himself? I think it's a matter of like ever since he found out he could do it, that it's always been a constant pain that he can't keep it going maybe just more than a couple seconds. You think it's because he's actually rejecting it versus accepting yeah. And because he's rejecting it, it's making his body like not want to accept it and cause him pain versus if he just accepted his power, he probably would end up like Cassandra blind. Yeah, and he would just he's not embracing it. And of course he's he doesn't have a durability or stamina with it, you know? So it's true. It's just like a it's like a needle just pricking him every time versus you oh hey, just take the whole sleeve, bro. <laughs> just take it. Just take it, man. And so Jordan's like, Yeah, I'm gonna dip because you're asking too many questions, farm boy. I'll see you later. And so, yeah, Clark is obviously peculiar about this ch child. He wants to he wants to really mentor this guy. 
It's a big word there. But uh, let's go to Talon. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the Talon where we have Lana closing up shop. And of course, we hear screaming in the back. It burns. It burns. <laughs> okay, no, we gotta be. This is a nightmare. Okay, he's at. We're even screaming. We're hearing screaming that sounds like Adam. And of course, Lana's going upstairs, and Adam's screaming like, "Oh, don't do that to me! It burns. It burns." And he, she goes in the room, and he's like flipping shit, and he knows Lana's inside, so he gets his chance to kick her in the stomach on purpose. He immediately <laughs> wakes up, and Lana is on the ground up against a dresser, and he looks over to his left, and he says, Hey, you're here? <laughs> I didn't see you. What happened? Are you okay? And Lana then stands up. Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks for the kick in the tummy. It hurts. You were having a king-size nightmare. Was that a shot? Dude. Because he bought a king-size bed on the talent's <laughs> yeah, payroll. Yeah, she barely has a twin <laughs> at home. And now we see Adam with his shirt off walking over to his sink. He is so sweaty. He needs to go pour some water in his face. And he says, hey, to be honest, no, I, I haven't been good. Not really. <laughs> then he takes a look at Lana. Lana's now looking at him. I'm going to go put some clothes on. Now. <laughs> you should do me a favor. Clean this shit up. Dude, he literally says that. He says, I'm going to put some clothes on, clean this up. What? And you know when she says, okay. She literally just looks and is like, am I the bitch? I I just came to check if you were okay and I get kicked and then told to clean up. I don't even know if he knows he kicked her. I think he might be that dumb. Hey, um... Or maybe, he, like I said, maybe he knew she was in there and he kicked her on purpose. Okay, I'm going to go with that one. And I'm also going to say this. Hey, Joseph, I'm probably going to kick that person out. Just going to um, let you know. I'm, I would say at the very least, like, hey, Adam, this is a warning. <laughs> like, this, I'll, give you th- I'll give you this one, bro. Like, barely, because I got kicked. And it's going to And then bruise. you told me to clean it up. <laughs> I'm not a maid. I'm your landlord. Is she not the landlord? She's a landlord. Yeah, and she doesn't charge him rent. Let's let's keep this in mind because we know Adam does not have a job. Hey, remember that bet last week? What was the bet? I win, dude. What was the bet last week? You said that if Lex didn't know about the tenant. Oh my! Wait, no, he does know about the tenant. You bet against that. I'm gonna have to. I go. said he did know. No. Oh wait. You thought she was doing it unaware that he didn't know that he was living there. Maybe. I'm going to have to go back and have oh to re-listen. My I'm God. not going to give you this one It was $5, bro. I'm not going to give you this one yet. I'm going to have to go back to the tape. I can't believe you, dude. Yeah, you should know me. Once again, player one. Let's go <laughs> to the torch. <laughs> and looky here. We go to the torch and look. Pete and Chloe ready to go in here. So who gets to do the honors to tell Clark something about Lana's house guests? Do I have some gossip for you, Clark? And it's about Lana and Adam. I don't want to hear it. So guys, don't tell me shit. Thanks. Yeah, Clark is like, no. <laughs> he literally just says like, no. And we're literally, and Pete's like, no. And you go, Lana and I finally reset our relationship. I'm good. You two talk to each other. Yeah, I don't want to know about that shit. All right? To the friendship level. And they're like, okay. I'm not going to blow it by getting in between her and Adam. <laughs> Hey, 
You know what would probably like help is the fact that Chloe would reveal, hey, he has needles. Uh, hey, he kicked her in the fucking stomach. <laughs> she came home with the biggest bruise. And he said, clean this up. I'm good. By the way, I like how the cleaning up is worse <laughs> than the kick in the stomach. No, it's worse because it's after the kick in the stomach. <laughs> Yeah, but hold on. She like right after. <laughs> he walked to the sink real quick, had a little sip, and then he said, "Clean this up." I think he dripped water on his way to get the sh- the clothes. Yeah, he definitely did. And then he also said, "Can you get the clothes out of the dryer?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not dry. My body is not dry. Dried up. Blow on it, please. <laughs> One blow at a time. <laughs> And so now, yeah, Clark is just reiterating, this is an atom-free zone, okay? And I like that Pete even says, all right, man, he's taking one for the team. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Chloe even says, all right, well, let's go to the next agenda then here. What's up? And of course, Clark's already like, you heard of the new kid, Jordan Jordan Cross? I don't want to hear your gossip. Listen to my gossip. (laughs) What what the hell is wrong This is a completely random person. And then, of course, Pete even knows him already. Oh, you mean the guy who's scared to touch people? Yeah. How do, how do we all know this kid? Look, this is going to sound crazy, but I think he had a premonition about Altman. Chloe. Ooh, what do you mean? That's a big leap. Uh, well, let's just say that he was able to see things that he shouldn't have been able to see. Oh, so maybe it was a heightened extension it was in Altman's eyes. He was able to see it that way. Not that he has any type of special power is what Chloe and Pete are trying to sell Clark. <gasps> I'm sorry. Joseph, what the fuck is behind Clark? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, what's the wall? <laughs> can, can you tell me what, what's behind Clark? What does that wall say? No, no, no. No, no, no. It's wall of legal medical diagnosis. Got you. Uh-huh. The wall of normal. The wall I of normal. I just wanted to make sure because both Chloe and Pete are acting a little too... Okay, Daphne, calm down. What the hell? You guys should realize, yeah, he probably has something. <laughs> no, dude. You don't. We don't do that. But Chloe, I love, he said, she goes, you know what, Clark? I'm going to give you this one. Because of your recent track record of being able to track down some good wall of weird material, I'll give you one. But if you fuck this up, I swear to God, my nine years will never be in jeopardy. And I'll never lay it on the line for you again. And I'll put you back on that lunch menu. Dude, honestly, I kind of felt that too. Thanks. No thanks required. It's kind of fun being Woodward and Bernstein again. And they're just like grinning. Dude, it's like Chloe that, and Clark yeah. have a weird relationship now. There's, it's yeah. It's like it's now it's like at the real comfortable level now. It's because with Chloe, what we've seen this season of even what I believed happening last episode of him wanting to tell her. And then we have earlier in the season of <laughs> Chloe throwing him up against the shelves and Clark acting like, oh my God, you overpowered me. Whoa, touch my dick. Uh, no, uh, put your hand down. <laughs> <laughs> but it's things like that where this is weird between them this season. Wall of weird, dude. Yeah, I'm going to put this up on my own wall of weird. It's a picture of Chloe and Clark. Yeah, this is our wall of weird. Adam, what's up? Anyways, 
that yeah that ends we're out of the torch we're at the mansion now lex of course is looking over his computer doing always the same thing he's doing in here and reading the torch yeah lana 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 comes in here it's like uh yeah you wanted to see me he's like well, I was hoping you could tell me what happened. Apparently, uh, some neighbors heard your tenant screaming. And apparently, of course, here, this is why the indication he already knew about the tenant. Yeah, I don't remember it. But also, <laughs> hold on. He says that he only knows about the tenant because this isn't the first incident. He says that there has been multiple incidents. And that is why, for the first time he is calling Lana in, it's because it's gotten a little out of hand. Well, she immediately says his name right after. So, like, he knows the name. Well, he knows the name because she was already charging gift baskets. She just charged a king-size bed to it now, too. I wonder what that is for. For them. So I'm just saying, I don't know if he knew before the complaints. So oh, my point did. still may be there. No, he did. You got to go to the He tape. knew there was a tenant. All I know is if my, <laughs> if my co-manager decided to come in, and after I say there's been a lot of complaints, and you got a new guy that you don't know living upstairs. And hella charges on these receipts. And you get a response of, it's no big deal. That's right. What? No, no, no. That's the, re- that's the proper response what? of a 17-year-old girl. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, Lex, sorry. What's the big deal? And that's where Lex does bring up, I can read an invoice, dummy. It is a big deal. Let's see here. Charges for repairing broken windows. Charges for replacing furniture all in the last week. Is there a reason why you didn't tell me? See, he's paying attention to the charges. That's how Lex knows. But he didn't know before. So <laughs> he even stupid. tells Lana, you have to admit, though, Adam's behavior is unusual. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, oh, he even slides in here. You know, when you're on the rebound, it's easy to outweigh your emotional uh, notions out, or, or that will outweigh your common sense. Your emotions will outweigh your common sense. You're such a dumbass. Just hey, because Clark doesn't like you. Hey, little kid, don't let some little hot little boy toy come up in my shit and fuck my shit up. You're fucking my shit up right now! Wouldn't it have been great if Lex just looked at her and said, just because Clark is hanging out with Chloe a lot again, don't get upset. <laughs> just because Clark didn't want to bang you, don't be mad at me, okay? And I feel like you're just now attaching yourself to a person that you don't know. That's so, right. Let's go back to this. You don't know this person, Lana. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's not a big deal. But of course, Lana here is like, look, it isn't personal. Adam's been a real help around the talent. Putting up with a what few nightmares is cool. What has he done, Joseph? Yeah, because... Um, In his own apartment, he doesn't clean. Yeah, that's right. He he she cleans it up. Yeah. So what did he and do? And he kicks her. <laughs> so <laughs> did he pour one cup of coffee one time? He kicks her. <laughs> Is does she say thank you for that? <laughs> I don't think anything matters other than he physically hits her, <laughs> and she allowed it. She didn't even say please say sorry. Kiss my boo boo, <laughs> and she says, you know what? That's all worth it for me. I don't think you should worry about it. She's so stupid. She is really dumb with Adam. Lex is like, but at the very least, how about, you know, how much do you really know about this guy? Hmm. It's almost like you should have been listening to Taylor the entire time, Um, dummy. 
both of us, dude. What do you mean? No, no, no. You're not the only one talking here. No, 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 no. I meant Taylor because I said it from the start. Why are we not asking Adam anything? Oh, no, 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 no. We both said this. No, no, I only said that. Go back to the tape. Five bucks. <laughs> Let's go back to the high school. Uh, yeah, we're with Chloe now. She's checking, uh, she's checking a room here and sees that Adam, it's a photography room or something? I don't know what room this is, but okay, dude, many, many questions here. <laughs> First so off, funny. why is Adam at Smallville? Second, why is Adam at Smallville in a random room pushing things of needles of some sub substance into his body like he's on heroin or something in this one room in the dark? Are you going to keep going with your questions? Why is he doing it there? Hold on. Let's now ask more questions. Why did Chloe go in that room? That's right. Well, mm. Why did Adam just say, I'm done shooting up. Let me just toss my needle in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> no plan. It's sitting at the top. Why are we a, not taking it with us? A teacher or somebody is going to look at that and be like, hey, um, no, if a student has this, we need to actually look this up. So was that dropped off there and he did it? Or did he actually have it somewhere else, most likely in a better spot to do and decided to, hey, I'll go to Smallville High and shoot up in that one random room? Um, I'm not going to lie. I don't know what the idea was behind this at all besides just trying to force us viewers. And I hate to throw this. I'm sorry, folks. It was just to force the Chloe and Adam and Chloe being able to see something in order for her. Oh, this to be, was force. Exactly. In order for her to be able to have a reason to investigate him. Because having your roommate's stomach kicked is not enough to investigate. But, right. show, but seeing him shooting up a substance into his arm... Now we got to see what's up. Now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're talking. But yeah, this random room, I mean, it's gonna, I'm going to buy Chloe going in here more than obviously Adam. And Chloe she actually- just go in every dark room, just peeking? Who's in here? Well, she looked like she was actually about to go do something. That's but... how she catches people doing it all the time. Now it makes sense. She just opens every <laughs> random door. She's like a Kelso in that 70s show trying to get- uh... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. Sorry. Damn, Damn. Donna. <laughs> Well, I'd stop doing it if you just showed me. <laughs> but uh, we have, of course, Chloe looking at the syringe. Obviously going to go analyze it now. She goes to the torch here. And, of course, Clark is still in here. It's like, hey, just found something. Just had a mega real world moment with um, Adam, Clark. And she then cuts it off before she even finished. She says, oh, Never yeah, mind. I forgot. I forgot that you don't want any gossip, even though this is real serious at this point. <laughs> no, 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 no. We keep it to ourselves at this point. Right? Well, when you're having this good of a flirtation well, with Clark, I'm not going to blow it. <laughs> I mean, did you see Clark's reaction? As soon as she was about to say Adam, he was like... <sighs> and she does then change it, though, and she says, I see that you're hammering down what's going on with the Jordan story. Oh, yeah. He found more news on Jordan when he was six that at a roller or a carnival roller coaster thing he had a freak out with his dad because he saw a premonition that there was going to be a crash like someone was going to die on the on the roller coaster and then of course they got kicked off of it and the thing happened and people got injured and that person died and that's what i also wanted to show you now is that this is where we get the reveal because that's very strange chloe says that's not the only strange thing 
The other is that Adam was born, in fact, on the day of the meteor crash. So now we get that confirmation that, in fact, he was born. And then according to this and the records, Jordan's mother died shortly after giving birth to him as a result of a direct hit from a meteor. Well, that doesn't make any sense. How does it? Yeah. He should not have powers. Well, wait. He's already out of her body. So, so let me get this straight. On the day that he was born, his mother then died, and she died because a meteor crashed, but was he then the only thing that was left from that crash? No, but... Did they say where they were when they gave birth? Jordan's mother shortly died shortly after he was born as a result of a direct hit from a meteor. And Clark is reading that from the report as if that's what happened. So he was born and then a meteor hit his mother? Yeah. That's what I'm reading. All right, so... Or... You know what it could have happened? she got hit with it during, like she was still alive, gave birth to him. Yeah. And then, like, she died because of that still, and then obviously giving birth, too. And I would say what we're having to... To make this believable... You would have to say that the meteor is going to be real small when it actually struck her and actually killed her. Yeah, it probably her. just hit a good good vital spot. Exactly, in order for after she gave birth, like she's for already her shitting to die immediately. and losing blood. She's losing blood in another place with kryptonite poisoning. But let's get even crazier then. So you're saying that, no, he would already been out of the body. I'm going to get crazy with you. What if he's still attached by the umbilical cord? When the meteor then hits her and kills her, and then a little bit was able to go in. Are you thinking the same thing as far as when he is born? They're like in the car or something? Like something along those lines. Or or maybe in the house. That could still work too. Bathtub somewhere. Or hospital, I guess. Yeah, there's a lot of places you can give birth, I hear. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. They could do it at the pool, you know? Anyways, yeah. At the pool? (laughs) (laughs) Chlorine, dude. Yeah, whatever, dude. Um... So, of course, they they discuss that, and yeah, mixing that with the meteor rocks, and you could be entering John Edward territory. Um, did you look up John Edward here? Nope, sure didn't. Okay, neither did I. So now, once again, Chloe, you're up on us here, because I don't know John Edward. Yeah, someone clarify, maybe, in the comments, whatever you want Oh my do. god, there's something crazy going on! What? Chloe and Clark are now so confused. No, Megan, no! Don't go home! They run outside, and it's Jordan now... Acting like a freak show this, towards the cheerleader this girl, is Megan, Megan. the cheerleader. Yes. And, yeah, Jordan's freaking out. Oh, don't go. I won't let you go. You're going to die. Don't die on me. Clark then has to run in front of him. Dude, you can't do that to girls. What is wrong with you? She's going to die, Clark. I know it. I've seen it. I know it's going to happen. And then Jordan starts to cry. And then he runs across <laughs> the football field. And now we have our commercial break because Clark looks at him while he's running and says, what a pussy. It's like, man, he runs real slow. You know what? Next time, I'm not going to sign up to be a mentor. You know what's funny in this next scene? Because he catches up to Jordan and Jordan doesn't question it at all. No, no, no. The funniest scene to me, because you said Clark uses powers. I want to take it a step further. So <laughs> Jordan obviously ran across the field. Clark then, instead of running across the field himself, decides to take the track around. <laughs> <laughs> he got to run on turf. Oh, I bet you he does that because he leaves tracks and grass. I don't know if that would matter at this point, considering I think everyone has seen his powers at school today. 
So I don't think he's hiding anything at this point. And then when Clark does catch up to me, he's like, Jordan, I think I can help you. Clark, get away from me. You don't know what I'm going through. No, I think you do. Tell me exactly what is going on. What did you see with Megan? What did you see when you touched her? Um, all right, so, so there was fire, smoke. Megan was screaming. Oh, she couldn't breathe. Oh, Clark, I had to warn her. I had to act like that creeper. You have to believe me. <laughs> Clark looks at him. Okay, maybe we can still help. Let's take a walk. And they decide to walk home. Yeah. This is like Vicky Valancourt and Bobby Boucher in The Waterboy. What is this? <laughs> I don't know who's Vicky. Yeah, probably Jordan. It's Jordan. Well, well no. Uh, yeah. The personality. Yeah. I mean, Clark's not even like that, but I mean, he's more dominant. All right, I hate to say this. Jordan wets his sheet, so he's Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> that's his sheet back there. But yeah, so, of course... I think that's sexy in a man. <laughs> I find Deputy Dog very, very sexy. <laughs> um, and Jordan's describing yeah. his power to Explain this walk to, to remember, Clark. please. Yeah, the walk to remember. And of course, um, Jordan Satan's like, it's like the curtains are being pulled back for a little bit and I can see someone's future. But of course, it's only really linked to their death. So he truly is only, you know what it is, too? Maybe maybe we're right on the whole born thing because his mother dies with the meteor rock inside, but he's born. So what if because of her dying that whatever was mixed up with that, the chemicals in the body... It fused with him. Ambiatic sack. Yeah, the ambiatic sack was all just flushing it all into his system. And he, he just developed this power where he can have a premonition about people dying. Now give me your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, rat race. All right. So I do also want to say that when it comes to Jordan walking down the street with Clark in this scene, Clark does ask, so have you ever tried to stop it? It's like, yeah, duh. I mean, Clark read the story about how he tried to stop and he was six years old. Why do you, oh, no shit, Clark. And Jordan doesn't even tell him every single time we tried, people would just think that we're big weirdos. My dad and I would try. My father actually was helping me. And yet nobody would ever believe us. We just ended up being crazy people. But it wasn't until you where then finally somebody was listening to me. And now... They have some type of bonding going on where somehow Jordan hasn't, has he not realized that Clark has powers? I'm telling you, bro. We, like you said, we, he revealed it in front of the whole school and he's he, really, he's, he touched him earlier and it's, he's obviously no other human has ever given him that reaction, you know? And, and that's where he goes into explaining that to Clark of exactly what he saw of how everyone seems to have an end, but not you. Yeah, and it, yeah, because he even points out that whole thing with the coach. Oh, you stopped him, so that's a first. Come on, Jordan, stop it. You're wrong. <laughs> He's doing the <laughs> like, same thing like is, Cyrus, look at him dude. smiling, dude. He's trying to hold it back. He's doing the same thing with Cyrus. He's like, what are you talking about, Cyrus? I never would do that. What do you mean? Come on, I'm not that great. I'll die eventually, right? <laughs> no way. Forever? 
Maybe that's why you were able to save Mr. Altman, Clark. Nobody's ever been able to stop one of the deaths before, but you were. Maybe we can do it again. Maybe you can stop Megan's death. Clark then looks over into <laughs> Jordan's yard and he says, shit. Yeah. That's Sheriff uh, Adams. He goes, yeah, he goes to <laughs> his yard and it's Sheriff Adams there. And of course, he's like, oh, Mr. Kent. Yep. So apparently, uh, there was an altercation with Megan at school today. So Megan, her car was found on the street, and it seemed like that there was force of her being taken out of it, and now the police officers and Sheriff Adams believe that she was kidnapped. Yeah, and so Clark couldn't just vouch for him because they came straight from school. Hey, I've been walking the entire time with Jordan, so Sheriff Adams, he's been with me the entire time. Instead, Clark does not say anything. (laughs) Instead, he's like, yeah, Sheriff, you know, it was a pretty bad altercation. No, Yeah, he looks at Jordan like, Jordan, damn, you did that, man? Dude, I had a step in the middle of y'all. I didn't know you followed her. Do you have super speed? Yo, you're trying to touch her earlier? <laughs> I was there, Chef. Wasn't a big deal. I saw the whole thing. I got a missing girl, Miss Kent. <laughs> Miss Kent. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kent. It's like, yeah, that makes it a very big deal. He's like, we better talk, Jordan. And of course, Clark's like, okay, I'll continue to not say anything and prove that he was innocent. Hey, Jordan, you have fun with Adams. Great person. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Adams, remember who's the boss? Let's go back to the town and let's look at some coffee now. I wish we didn't go back to the town. No, a lot of scenes in this are great. Okay, now Chloe then runs into the town. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, came to talk to you about something. Came to talk to you about what I found out with Adam. Um, I'm going to see him later on. What do you have to tell me? Well, I'm just having one of those it sucks to be a reporter days, even though Chloe does not mean that, because we all know nine years at the torch, she has understood you cannot have feelings in this business, so even though I'm crushing your boy... Dreamboat? Yeah, good. No, Adam's bad. Dream boy. But... Bad boy. She is now crushing that soul. I know you and Adam have been spending a lot together, but... What? Chloe, what's wrong? Tell me. He puts needles in his arms. And now let's go to the Luther Mansion where Adam is playing piano. And no, I am not kidding. Yeah. We go to, it's obviously painting on the hands first, but it sees Adam. He's playing the piano. It's not Lex. You would assume it's Lex too. But Lex is standing in front of it. And then, of course, he brought Adam in here. And Adam is playing the piano, and of course Lex is like, "Wow, uh, you're playing a- Sue the Savage Beast. You play, <laughs> and it's like even points out too. It's uh, yeah, you played, and like, no, nah, I've never really had the patience for it. It's like my parents would have killed to have a piano like this. And it's like, okay, well then, I'm sorry. How'd you learn this? I'm, I'm really so I wound up learning on a secondhand junker. Who cares though, right? Oh, it was one of Rashimanov's most complicated pieces with the piano. How would somebody like you ever learn something like this? Yeah, and it's like, well... you didn't ask me here to discuss music theory, did you, bitch? (laughs) God, he says the worst things. And I hope everyone knows, man, if you didn't know already, it's Ian Summerholder again with fucking Adam, dude. Adam. Lex, I thought we should finally meet. Adam, 
If it's about the lamp, I'll replace it, bro. <laughs> what is your problem, dude? It's obviously not about the lamp, you idiot. So, I saw a bruise on Lana's stomach in the shape oh of a foot. <laughs> and it seems to me that you kicked her. Hey, don't worry. We both care about Lana. I get it. We both care about Lana. But and he walks look, away. We're cool. Yeah, he's about to leave. He said nothing. He explained nothing. Lex throws that gray folder at him and says, Hey, why don't you take a look at this? You got quite that colorful past there, Mr. Cool Guy. Yeah, and it's quite a colorful past here. Hey, these are just my school permanent records. This is nothing, dumbass. No, uh, no, he reacts weird. I don't like how he reacts here. No, he throws it back at him. He doesn't <laughs> care until Lex says, I'm, yeah, You know what? You're right. I'm not sure why you would care. You have straight A's across the board. Exemplary behavior. You know what's great about everything, though, Adam? What is? Because I already know about everything you said because I'm already so great. <laughs> you know, I decided to talk to your teachers. Yeah, the ones that are listed on his uh, his school records. Yes, on his transcripts. Because he's a straight-A student, and he goes, a fun, and they say, a fine pupil, a joy to teach, and, uh, of course... It's nicely appreciated. <laughs> and Lex points out that, literally, they said it all word for word, each of them, when they got asked about it. And so Lex is like, okay, this is weird. Because why would they all say the same thing? Well, he even says it's almost as if somebody told them. So what we are kind of assuming is that, is there some type of mind control going on where the moment that somebody says Adam's name, a switch then clicks in where they're having to give a certain response. And Kevin Wendell Crumb? Yeah, exactly right. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> but yes, it's great though because Adam actually does not say another word, and Lex then looks at him and says, "Hmm, you know what? You're right. This is nothing. I'm just gonna keep checking." <laughs> yeah. <You're> like, <laughs> He's like, "Cool, man. You won't tell me anything. It's cool. I'll find more." He's like, "I'm sure there's so there's always something somewhere in our past." And Adam's just like, <sighs> "Oh no, I may, I may be fucked. I've gone too far." But let me try to kick Lon in the back this time. <laughs> it's scoliosis, dude. What time out? Murder horse? Dumb out <laughs> that? Dumb out? Like, that's probably what Adam learned. Prob- that's probably his horse. <laughs> oh, now we're connecting dots. <laughs> All right, but let's go now to... We go back to the cross home. We go back to... And they're still in the front yard. I guess Clark stayed with the questioning. The sheriffs are still there. They're in the back. And Jordan's dad then parks his truck, then runs up and says, Is everything okay here? Yeah. Um, Dad, Clark knows everything. Um, Jordan, wait for me in the damn truck. Dad, come on. Jordan, truck, now. Ooh. All right. Clark then tries to stand there. Jordan's dad tries to say, Excuse me. I have to go talk to the sheriff. Listen, come on. You need to understand. Mr. Cross... Jordan really wants to be at school. So I think you should let him be at school. (laughs) Would you just give him one more chance, mister? Jordan is special, Clark. You know, if he's at home, at least I can try to protect him there. Because you You know know why, Clark? When somebody touches him, he sees deaths. It's like, it's... It's kind of like a little parallel with him and his dad, and then he has Jordan and his dad, how it's almost like if John really went the protective route, really protective, he'd be that guy. In a way, yes. 
But here's my issue with the comparison and why I didn't agree with it. Jordan's power is so different. Jordan's power is seeing death after death after death after death. That's not Clark's powers. Clark is having to control his own abilities with the heat vision, with his strength, even with the speed. He could literally kill someone. But even that, (laughs) it's still him having to control it with his own personality. So it's about the parents instilling that good persona. Jordan is constantly seeing depression, depression, depression. There is no happiness. There's not even a want to control it because it's like, what, I can get better at seeing dead people? I can be like Shigaraki and connect to 100 people and watch them all die at once? That's right. Like, that's what Jordan's ability can become. It's not really something you want to expand on. Yeah. That's why I don't really like the comparisons because even Jordan's dad, he's coming off as more of a concern for Jordan and what he sees. Not for what he's doing. And then he freaks out trying to stop their deaths and shit. So Yeah. It's it just sucks because I wish it was just more so of a hand thing. But anytime they touch him, it's like he has to see it. Hey, you wanna get to the funniest part of this scene though? Is when they decide to look back at the truck after Clark and Mr. Cross are talking and they go, Oh my god, Jordan's vanished and Clark looks around and says, Yeah, I guess he's gone. Um, Whoa, where'd he go? why we're not going to use any x-ray we're not going to use any super speed we're not going to do anything instead we're just going to look around like we're lost ourselves clark you suck this is a concerned father so let's go to smallville high though yeah lana's here and she's i got your i got your message what the fuck do you want (laughs) dude adam dude adam He comes around the corner. He's at the school again. Dude, why is he here? Why is he here all the time? Why was he here earlier by himself? And even with last time too, Brainwave, that's where Adam was even in the girls' locker room. And it's like, how did you get here? So does this guy know like secret passages? Was he experimented on in the school? Maybe he went to the school at one point and no one knew him. And maybe that's the connection. I feel like there is a connection with the school. It has to be, because unless, why is he always here? It's like a secret lab or something <laughs> yeah. in the school. But that yeah, would so, be awesome. And here we go, Lana revealing that sh- what Chloe told her. Hey, uh, yeah, there's been some things going on, and Chloe found a needle of yours? Or, like, and I loved <laughs> And, of Dude. course, Adam's already freaking out. But then the best part here, this is probably the best part of the episode, is Lana's question. Is like, look, Adam, it's okay. Like, are you diabetic? <laughs> she legit asked. She legitimately asked him, are you diabetic? <laughs> I, I put it in my notes. You got diabetes? Adam, you have diabetes? I put in my notes. I hate Lana. <laughs> like, I am so mad at her. This is unbelievable to me. Cause you no, know no, what no. She just... it is believable. No, 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 no. no, no. no. It is no. believable. <laughs> Joseph, this is why. This is why I can't have it believable. This is what she said. Say it's diabetes, Adam. Just tell me it's diabetes. It doesn't have to be. Just tell me it. Just tell me you're diabetic. Just say it. Like, why would she put that in his head? <laughs> Doug. <laughs> like, she's like giving him in a reason. So like, you just diabetic, right? <laughs> Or is it like some 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 sort of medication that you need? Thumbs up. Yeah, <laughs> like good medication, right? Good stuff, like Tylenol. 
And hey, so is that the research you were doing, silly girl? I mean, I'm not really into the whole diabetes thing because, you know, it's syringes. But then he says nurses have to administer them. Yeah, so why? But he said if I was diabetic, I would definitely be leaving my needles with the school nurses. Why would he leave them with the school nurses? I thought it meant because the nurse has to administer it. <laughs> I that's what the it meant. school nurse? Okay. How old is he? Here's the thing. Joseph. He has exemplary school record, but is he out of school? The good... Okay. I don't know what he's doing <laughs> at all. I am lost. The only person that seems to be liking and defending Adam is Lana. I don't know what's going on with Lana, and I know Clark may have, like, done her dirty, but uh, did, did, pool boy, did he put too much magnets in her brain to, like, make something, like, on, like, flip a switch off or something? Because there is no common sense happening with Lana's decision in Adam. She knows nothing about this kid. And yet, even her coming back at him, look, I'm not trying to accuse you of anything. Adam's response, yes, you are, bitch. (laughs) You think I'm on drugs? What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah! And he still just won't say anything. What? He doesn't, he just like, he like he won't even no, did he, he won't way. even say no. Yeah, That's what I was about say to say. No. He won't even say no. It's like why not just say you're diabetic? What? <laughs> we could have just said that. You get, she gave you an out, dude. Just say it. She's like, "Oh, that's a good one. I am. I'm diabetic." Yes. <laughs> right, wing. <laughs> wing. You're diabetic, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she has the needle in her hands like this is a diabetic needle, right? Right? It's like blue goose. (laughs) Kryptonite in it. It's like, yeah, this is good medication, right? (laughs) All right. So now it becomes this weird thing. The truth is, Lana, you don't trust me. I'm leaving you. Yeah. What? (laughs) Dude, this is like, this is toxic male energy here, bro. This is like before it was really starting to be like really exposed you know look lana if you wanted this to i wanted this to work but if you're not sure then i'm not oh my god we promised we'd be (laughs) honest with each other why can't you be honest with me now you know what lana you're kind of being a bitch (laughs) and just say the word and i'm gone and he walks away lana is standing there going is this guy for real? I'm so in love with him. All right, so now we cut to Jordan walking in the hallway by himself, runs around the corner, and immediately bumps into Adam because he's charging around the corner too. And it's like, why is Jordan in school right now? Well, remember, he's hiding out from his dad. Oh, he doesn't right. know he the ran, town. He ran, yeah. he ran. I'm going to give right. Jordan benefit of the doubt here. I forgot about that. And of course... Also, when Adam touched him... Are the lights turned off at Smallville High right yes, now? Yes, okay. it looks like they're turned off. Uh, didn't Chloe like tell the janitor to always leave them on? I'm going to be back later. No, she just leaves her room on. Okay, that's fair. I believe that. Yeah. And so we also caught the glimpse of Adam touching Jordan, and we had that little brief flash of you know what, ha- what he sees. But we didn't actually see what he saw with Adam. Jordan made a weird look, though. Crazy it- look. And now we're getting more mystery behind adam of course because it's like 
what was so mysterious about that? What was weird? So we'll find out a little bit later. But and you know what's crazy about it though is that the headache really wasn't there with Adam. Yeah. It was like it was like a shorter span in a way. And we get to talk about that yeah. a little bit. So yeah, we'll talk about that later. And so now when Lana touched Jordan here because she's he's obviously looks worried. Well, she walks up and she's like, oh, "Are you my, okay? You, like, you do you not love me? <laughs> Let me make sure that I have another boy crawling after me." That's and right. just reaches oh, she out. She doesn't to need to do anything to do that. Okay, if you're a 14-year-old boy, I'm just going to throw this out there. Mm-hmm. And then a 17-year-old, one of the highest girls in schools, then walks up to you, touches your hand when you first meet her. Later on in the day, then says, oh, my God, are you okay? And touches <laughs> your chest. She's looking for any reason to do it, dude. Uh, like, she's looking for any reason for this guy to be then wanting to be drawn to her. She is teasing. What is with Lana right now? It's so hot. She is just thirsting for anything. It's because she didn't get what she wanted. She's rebelling. Yeah, she's rebelling big time. That's right. And I'm getting a little bothered. Why? Not in a good way. We all know she takes after Louise. Anyways, she's just a lay bloomer. Just a lay bloomer. But when Lana touches Jordan this time, he gets his headache, he gets his vision, and he goes ahead and he sees something different now. It's not Lana laying on the bed, old. It's now Lana dying in a fire with, a, it looks like a house or a barn or something, and it shows pictures of her and little, I guess, older pictures of little kids. And I assume it's them. And of course, Lana is like, well, Jordan's freaking out because now he saw Lana dying. But now we have someone in the back come in with their ninja outfit. And they're, they put the, the fumes on their mouths and make them pass. I forgot what that uh. Chloroform, is it chloroform? Yeah, it'd be chloroform, chloroform. back in the so, day. So yeah, uses that to snuff him out, and Jordan passes out, but the guy takes Lana. Okay. So we got to think here. <laughs> All right. Because I can't assume it's Coach yet. I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but also he's, yes, of course, our villain. I also hate all of this. So this guy just went straight to kidnapping high school it's girls. It's dope. Yeah. So now we're back at the town, right? And, of course, there's live music tonight when there never is. And Yeah, I didn't see a live <laughs> band here. And now we have a dark room, and it's, of course, Chloe peeping and breaking and entering into Adam's room, the little loft area. And the lights, What are what is this lights scheme here? Is that outside? Is that his lights in there? I don't know. Anyways, it looks kind of like it's a club, like a mini club going on or something. But... It's got a nice vibe in there. No, and no, she no. has her flashlight on. Joseph, and she's please, over here snooping. Please don't undersell this apartment. This is the most badass place I've ever seen in my yeah. life where Lana gives it to this freak for free rent and yet she doesn't live there or do anything. This place is huge and it's awesome. Like, it looks like it should be on MTV Cribs. You know what Mariah Carey's penthouse suite looks like? That's what this reminds me of. You're about to Mariah Carey. Wait, Chloe's going to do Mariah Carey? (laughs) (laughs) And so what Chloe finds is a glimmer underneath the bed with her flashlight. She gets a vial from down there, or I guess what it looks like a vial, right? Looks like a vial. And it's this liquid. Water. And guess who's behind her when she comes back up? Mr. Luther. Mr. Lex Luther. It's like, hey, breaking and entering is still against the law, huh? 
she immediately puts the vial behind her back. I could say the same about you. It's like, um, I'm the manager, idiot. I own this place. Uh, so what? You're gonna use your little cloak and dagger routine right now? Uh, Rashmanov. When Adam came to see me today, he was playing one of his most difficult pieces. Is that a crime, ya baldy? No CDs, sheet music, not even a radio, Chloe. That would mean that this man is a freaking genius. And it's like a clockwork orange. Yeah, and then, yeah, that's what it seems yes. like, yeah. And, of course, Lex is even saying, like, he didn't even take a single music class when he was younger. And yet, in all of his transcripts, it also said he was a super on the computer. Kickboxing. Yes. And now he's a master pianist. So Chloe's, like, really now intrigued because Adam's a weirdo. Like you said, though, that isn't a crime, Chloe. Though it is very peculiar, wouldn't you say? Lock up on your way out, little girl. And then Lex decides to leave. You know what's cool about that is that, because even Chloe gets a weird reaction, but it's him. He knows they're they're in their tenant's room, but he still says to her, you know what? Lock up when you leave, Chloe. So that means he said, okay, I'm going to leave. You can snoop around and find more stuff if you'd like. Yeah, and that's exactly because he knows she's gonna find something. Well, and the other side of this too is that now Chloe and Lex are back to having somewhat of a relationship here. So Lex knows that if it is something good, Chloe will be concerned enough in order to come to Lex. Yeah, especially now that Chloe has seen him in the apartment. Lex wasn't going there himself in order to just have a good time or go to have a talk. Lex was there to go and do the exact same thing as Chloe. And that's why he said, lock up. She's going to do a better job than me. I'll just have her bring to me whatever she may have found. Granted, she hid the vial, but maybe she will introduce that to him. Yeah, exactly. Let's go now to the Clark barn with Clark, who is searching for something. You would hope it would be some type of Kryptonian symbol. No, it's a flashlight because he's going to go look for Jordan. Damn it. Because, uh, oh yeah, I guess he can't use his x-ray. I forgot what episode we're on. I forgot. Damn, I was hoping for something fun. Nah, dude, we don't get any of that right Instead, now. let's have Jonathan walk in and said, what the hell do you think you're doing? <laughs> it's like, Clark, man, what's going on? And, he's like, and of course, he's bummed out about Jordan. He's telling John, well, you know, he was a lot better off without me, meeting me. It's like, yep, we called it. We you can't be friends with Clark Kent. And you know what's great is that Jonathan then decides to assume Jordan's home life and then says, you know why he ran away, Clark? It's because he doesn't have somebody at home to talk to like you have to talk to me because I'm so fucking great. That's right. John, now is not the time, especially because what we have seen from Jordan's father, oh yeah, he's caring and he's loving. Yeah. Yeah. So don't even... And even Clark saying, what, his dad seemed like a good man. Well, I'm sure he is. And I'm sure he feels like what he is doing is the right thing. But you know what he's doing? He's just keeping him locked in a cell, essentially, son. When, you're, when your son has a gift, it's your first temptation is to hide him away, to shelter him from everything. But you didn't, Pop. <laughs> but I wanted to, you son of a bitch. You know, yeah. You were miserable. And look, your mother and I need to have you experience the whole world. 
it took Martha to convince, hey, just let him live a normal life, okay? Because he's going to need it. And he's like, he can't be around you all the time. Ultimately, she was right. But not after I developed that kryptonite belt and I was able to whoop your ass. Think he was homeschooled? Then he'd become a villain? Yeah, he'd be Brightburn. <laughs> it's easy. Because <laughs> it would be... It would be John just treating him like he was the athlete in school, so he would have to pick on him in the showers. <laughs> He'd have to pick on him on the field and like shove him down on the ground. He would have to give Clark the whole high school experience. John would be that high school bully. Hell yeah. Brightburn. That's right. Yes. And of course, he reassures him, like, look, man, Jordan's going to go home, but not until he's good and ready, all right? So stop freaking out. And, of course, John says, man, just come up for dinner, all right? You need to get something to eat. And Clark's like, okay, I'm going to be there in a second because it takes forever to put up a flashlight. And John says, okay, I'm not sure if I believe you, but I'm going to walk inside. You better be in there in five minutes, fat ass. He definitely doesn't believe him, dude. And, of course, who comes up, popped around the corner here? I don't... Jordan, because... He knows where J- Clark lives. Yeah, he followed him home. No, he didn't. Because <laughs> he woke up from the chloroform just now, so how would he know where Clark lived? Well, maybe it's because... No he, maybes. He was knocked, no. He was knocked out at Smallville High. So maybe Lana's book had Clark's address in it. <laughs> what do you want from I'm me? I'm done with you, dude. Look here, bro. Jordan's freaking out. He's obviously beat up. And Clark's like, what the hell is going on? It's like, well, dude, Lana's kidnapped. She's gone. I touched her. Her future's changed. I saw that she's surrounded by fire now. She's going to die. And it's like, what changed? Like, what are you saying? Like, what happened? What was in it? Do you know? It was her and Megan. I don't know. It was like, trapped in a fire. Stuff on the floor. Photos burning. (laughs) Everything. Lana and Megan were in one of them. They were in cheerleading outfits. Oh, my God. I don't know what I was looking at. And then Clark says, wait, let me reach in my backpack. Let me pull out the newspaper. Is this what the girl looked like in the photo? Oh, my God, it is. Who is that? Julia Altman, bro. The coach, Altman's daughter. So, of course, that's who he saw. And, yes, the pitcher matches. We saw the same thing. And he tells him about the old sign he saw saw that was, like, the, the Wandering Hills sign. And, of course, Clark's like, oh, yeah, I know that. But before that, Clark says, do you remember anything? He's like, uh, uh, remember, Jordan. You better <laughs> <Okay>. remember. <laughs> he didn't say that. He might as well have because, once again, he's forcing somebody's abilities, right? Tell me. Use your powers. Use your powers. Use your powers. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> he's like, I know where that is. And, of course, Clark's like, or he tells Jordan, no, you can't come with me, man. Stay here. He's like, maybe I can help you find it. Maybe I can help you find it, Clark. Please. And, of course, Clark's like, Okay, but first sign of trouble, you back off, little boy. You don't need to help me find it, because I already told you I know where it is. No, no, no. He needs help. For what? He, can, he can't carry two girls. So, and hold on. Let's he also, can't carry two girls. Let's, let's also dive into this, Joseph. So now he has to drive a vehicle over there versus using his super speed, where now it's going to take even longer. That's right. Okay. You got to let Altman prepare. <laughs> I'm going to place him in an easily escapable situation with one inept guard. Let's go to Altman now, trying to surround them with oil while the two girls are tied up. Is this going to be maybe a volu- like a, maybe a, a qualifier for best plan? This is not a bad plan. 
I mean, he's wanting to burn down the house. So Altman's plan is to lock them in the memorial of his daughter. In the random shack in the back of his house, probably. It honestly looks like a Helga Pataki setup here that he has of his daughter's shrine. Yeah, and he has Megan and Lana tied up right now, spilled the gasoline trail all over around them, pouring it all over the mural. And he's like, you know, I heard you at the hospital. You admitted it. I heard it. You're the reason why my daughter's dead. And Lana's the reason why my daughter's dead. So guess what? Now it's time to burn everything. He has, dude, you see how many gas canisters he has in there? Yeah, he's going to light the world on fire. He gets on his knees when he lights this thing on fire. And he gets on his knees and just faces the flames. And the girls are just tied up and they're screaming. Lana doesn't look that freaked out. She's been, you know, close to death all the time. But, uh... Hey, let's bring up something, like, really cool real quick. You know what would have been crazy? No. If Clark let him die. Because then this entire scene doesn't happen. Yeah, well, that's so. what even uh, Jordan kind of pointed out. I was like, yeah, I think you saving his life changed Lana's future. So he's like, so if I don't save people, the world's better? Yes is what he is saying is stop butting into people's business well we'll get in that too because he even mentions that later oh i didn't know that he mentioned that he throws that in clark's face no come talking about clark talking about how if he like because he saved altman no no i'm trying to throw it in clark's face right now that it's still all his fault it's always his fault yeah i know i just we have to establish that he's villain of the year right now um don't worry dude i established it last year okay stop trying to pat yourself on the back let's get back to the fire okay (laughs) all right i can't be right okay is that the deal here you're like altman son of a bitch dude (laughs) yeah anyways yeah it's a very slow burn here (laughs) pun anyways yeah we drove the (laughs) we drove the truck we just pulled up and, of course, Jordan's like, he's got Lana Megan, man. Clark's like, dude, stay in the car. And he's like, nah, bro, come on. And, of course, dude, yeah. And this is a dark up. night scene where now we have the rushing into the building. <laughs> Rachel! Rachel! <laughs> Save her! No! Not me! <laughs> and then now we have Clark going in there. Lana is about to have canisters explode. Megan is passed out on the post. Clark is now running over to Lana, wakes her up. She seems to be a little bit woozy, wakes up. We have Altman now coming up behind Clark, grabbing him. Clark says, bitch, don't touch me. <laughs> Hits Altman into the wall. Altman's goes flying. And Lana saw that, right? Yeah, I was going to say that too. She didn't pass out. No. No. She saw him just pat him, and he flew to the wall. And he flew 20 feet to the wall. Yes. Yes. All right. That's what happened. Anyways. Yeah, <laughs> Jordan then what runs in the room and says, hey, I can fuck this all up for everyone. <laughs> Let me touch Megan all over okay, right now. Okay, what is with this guy and Megan <laughs> at this point? All right, get away from her, dude. He comes in and he sees him immediately. Alana's like, I got Megan. I got Megan. I got Megan. Chill, Clark. Chill. He's like, no, dude, I got her already. She's untied. Like, dude, you need help. Let me help you. He really won't give in to it. And he has her like over his shoulder with the ass like right next to his nose, like on his shoulder, the ass part. And he's just like carrying her out, using that as a mask to funnel the good air. <laughs> out of the burning house. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I'm gonna save her. That's his oxygen mask. 
Uh, what's great though is that we do also see, uh, besides Jordan being weird, <laughs> is Altman then crawling out of the room. It seems saying, "No, uh, no, you're you're ruining this." Oh my God, what he does is absolutely hilarious. And now we have Jordan being able to free. He grabs the girls and he says, "Clark, get them out of here!" Everybody runs out except Jordan, who then decides to turn around. It's like, "Hey, where am I?" What yeah, he turns happened? around and he's like, "Yeah, what?" And then all of a sudden, you see Altman's hand grab him, and we have all the flashes. But of, what do we have? It's like it's like Is doing it the that. Different effect. scenarios of what could occur. What if he had? I'm. This is sort of night eye, bro. This is yeah. This is foresight. Yeah, this is them now going back and forth where it seems like the history is changing, but we're not seeing exactly what's happening on that history. Just a fight between Altman and Jordan. Clark realizes, oh, he's not behind me. I better go run in. Lana says, okay, I saw you throw a guy 20 feet. I know you can withstand fire. Yeah, once so easy. Again, Clark, like, does Lana just accept it? Yeah, that's right. Okay. They're friends, dude. They can't they can't do anything. He has done a lot this episode. So Jordan got knocked out, apparently. He got hit with the left hook, right hook, whatever it was. I don't know. Yeah. And it's because show. Altman's nowhere. And of course Clark picks up Jordan. He's yelling for Coach Altman, but we don't see him. Clark takes Jordan out. And of course, we're already getting this vibe that he's the slow walk out, the music's happening. What the and it's like, oh, I'm rescuing him. And it's like going... A saving Private Ryan. Thing. Yeah, like it's really like a... Lines. That's exactly what it is. And of course, the entire house blows up. Um, Special effects. We don't... Crazy. It's a real explosion for sure. Yeah. And Clark's then like. throwing him on the ground, covering his body. The girls are hopefully a few feet over. Yeah. Also, <laughs> what was in that barn, bro? Was that really just all the gas? That was just the gas tanks. Man gas canisters bro who would have thought but you yeah do we just assume almond's dead that's what i was gonna ask here just to pause it real quick or not even pause it because we're about to be on our commercial break because the girls do run over and they said oh my god is jordan still alive and then clark does i not cpr he just pushes on his chest twice and then jordan comes up oh my god clark you saved me and then jordan is touching clark but now it doesn't seem like there's any type of shift in anything. And now Jordan is looking at Clark as if there's some type of surprise going on. Clark is looking at him, are you okay? And now we're going to our commercial break where we have to assume, at least I did because I put it in my notes, this episode is stupid and Jordan somehow just lost his powers. Um, yeah. They just, they just went away. How did Altman take them? Touching him so much? What? Did it get overused? Like it was just depleted finally? What? No, dude. It's, it's perfect, perfect reasoning. I don't know if there's any type of perfect reasoning to this because let's go back to then what you asked. Where the hell's Altman? Is he then going to return as a villain? I don't know. Let me. Uh... Do we get him back? Maybe even somewhere in the comics? I'm willing to dive into it because I have to find out what happens to Altman. For God's sakes, this guy's the worst. He keeps saying he wants to die and be with his daughter, but apparently he just wants to escape death all the time. I don't think he's telling the truth here. Someone's a liar, and it's not Megan and Lana, it's Altman. He's the one who can't kill himself. 
I need people to watch me. He always wants an audience. You know, why don't you just do it by yourself? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Should have just let him die, bro. Yeah, 13 reasons why. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> you are my 13th reason. And so... Let's go to Luther Mansion. We go to the Luther Mansion. And Lex was looking at Adam's record. Looked like he was looking at someone on his computer. And of course, Lana's here. And Lex of asks course, if she's okay. Yeah. Asks if she's okay. It's like, yeah, I'm good. You know, ah, you know... You know, broken leg and... Killer horses, fires, tomato, tomato. <laughs> Jeez, something else, dude. The diabetic question still baffles me. Um, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. You <laughs> have to jot that down and save that forever. <laughs> no, I will remember that it. That is top three lines because... Are you diabetic? <laughs> you Please tell me you're diabetic. Di- wink. <laughs> and so, of course... Um, now she's telling Lex that I want to start. Can you actually start looking more into Adam? Because, of course, found the drug, taking some sort of drug, and he almost lost it. He's kind of like, I don't know. It's just, just like lots of things are being said about him, and I need to just know. Lex, I just need your help to be able to kick him out. Can you please do that? Hey, uh, Lana, you're not going to jump to conclusions now. I feel like we're not giving him the benefit of the doubt. So let's take a step back here. Um, I thought you'd be happy I'm kicking him out. Uh, don't people deserve second chances? What the hell? Uh, well, he tells him it's not my choice to make. You brought him in. If you want to kick him out, do it. But it's like, I mean, but now Lex does divulge that. So these doctors, I found out some information that he's on a special clinical medical trial. This and that's is, what the drug came from. Lex is evil. Lex is using Lana as a guinea pig in order for him to see what the tested rat is going to do. He wants to see what Adam is. That's exactly what he is doing. And so he wants Adam close to him in order for him to keep studying it and figuring this whole out. And so he's telling Lana, just keep putting up with the beatings. It's going to be okay. Those bruises will heal. But you you know what will not heal, Lana? Adam. Yeah, that's right. And we, he, he, uh, she leaves. Lex opens up the computer again. We see it's Adam Knight, and he's looking at all his records now. So of course, now we go back to the Cross House, and Jordan's in here, and we have of course Clark, and um, he says whenever he was, I guess, passed out or touching Altman all over, whatever. But he ended up seeing his mom further. I guess it's a long time, and uh. Tried to run to her, but I couldn't. But when I woke up, my powers were gone. And so, the visions, you mean? Maybe I was destined to lose them when I met you. (laughs) That's good. Usually people die. All of a sudden, Lana comes in. Hey, Jordan, I brought your schoolwork. What the fuck are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) What? If I am Jordan, I'm immediately looking at Clark going, she wants me. This is a (laughs) Kevin and damn what's-her-face from the office scenario. This is straight up Lana is into me, dude. Kevin and Holly scenario is what is happening now with this. (laughs) Well, that would then mean Lana thinks Jordan's You mean I'm saying Lana's Kevin? No, no. I'm saying Lana's Kevin. Wait, no. No, that wouldn't make sense. Jordan would be Kevin. Yeah, Jordan would be Kevin. And then Lana would be Holly. But then Holly, I mean, that would mean, like I said, Lana would have to think Jordan then special. She does. 
she, and that she keeps way, asking, no, that's different. She that's keeps different. asking him, "Are you okay?" Like every time she sees him, are and you diabetic? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. She, why she has his homework? I don't know, man. They're no one even, assigned her that. They're not even in the same grade. Did he just? Did she look up his school schedule and asked all his teachers, "Hey, I'm here to pick up Jordan's homework." Clark's his mentor, not yeah. Lana. Yeah. Lana had to actually do so research. So either Clark got really high and said, hey, Clark, I mean, Lana, pick up his stuff. I forgot it. Or Lana's a freak. I'm not going to lie. Lana is awful this season. No, I dude, she's amazing. I am so disappointed in Lana. Are ending. you diabetic? <laughs> the horse broke her leg. You know, she let Adam into her life. She gets kicked by dudes. And whore. is that why she allows it? Whenever Adam will go, yeah, I've been kicked worse. <laughs> yeah, that was some pussy shit. <laughs> you ever seen a horse? Yeah, <laughs> you human kicks are nothing. <laughs> okay, so yeah, beyond the whole weird scope yeah, of I Lana, hate her. I hate her so much. <laughs> beyond the weird scope of Lana, I've offered to help Jordan. And he's uh, he's going to help me become faster on mine on uh, meaning that she she is going to give her running lessons. So they're going to be doing homework together and they're going to be doing track practice together. They're going to be spending every day together for the I'm next sorry. week. What kind of practice do you need for track besides running? So that means that that means she came up to us like, hey, will you run with me? And I and I bring your homework. I'll help you with your homework. Clark, this girl is all over me, dude. Dude. I, if I'm Jordan, I'm freaking out. <laughs> Bro, I'm not touching her. I'm not touching her. Clark, get your girl. Hey, we're friends. You're, you're friends, so maybe nah, she... No, I don't like the way you're looking at me when I look at her. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, Lana, my dad has to work late. Can you spend the night? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, what if she was like, nah, I'm good. No, instead she'd be like, you know, I'm concerned for your safety, Jordan. I'll sleep on the couch. <laughs> that is such what Lana would say. Uh, of course, they're being all corny now. It's like, yeah, I think you're getting the hang of this high school thing, Jordan. And of course, Clark's like, well, how are you doing, Lana? Because he's actually excited to see her, yes. you know? And she's like, I'm okay. Hey, I know that look. Yeah. What? Whoa. <laughs> Clark even goes like, he even like digs in there. He's like, I know that look. What's wrong? You okay? She's like, Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. But it's like a weird response. And she wants to tell him so bad. You could just see it on her face as like he's about to leave. Like, but anyways, Clark leaves and Lana's here. But Jordan now has a concerned look. And Lana's kind of freaking out because he's looking weird at her. And Lana's like, So what's Come on, wrong? What's wrong? Can I just touch you real quick? Okay. She's rubbing his leg She's right now. She's actually concerned, dude. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> and he's like, Lana, it's about your friend, actually. Uh, Adam? And of course, oh, what are we about to find out here? And, and, he's, and she's like, he's from Oklahoma, right? And this Lana, girl sitting this close to me, dude, she wants me so bad. And, La and Lana even says, actually, I don't even know where he's from. He hasn't said anything. And he's great. <laughs> oh, cool. cool. Do you ask him anything? Do you know anything? I think he may be Did diabetic. He so you didn't ask him to fill out a tenant application, like, oh, 
what's you know date of birth she said i know the landlord <laughs> i'll cut you a good deal meaning you do nothing just do me chores he doesn't even do that and jordan states that i think something really bad happened to him but lana brings up the hospital thing he was seriously injured a few months ago but then jordan's like oh well i think it's gonna sound really strange then but i think it's worse than that i think <laughs> i think he didn't just get hurt i'm pretty sure he died and lana's like huh what Dad. And we get end credit song. Oh no, we don't. Oh, end. I thought we got no, no, end no, credits because now That's we're. That's right. I remember. Yes. I remember now. now we have to go back to the Kent house where we have Martha baking her famous cookies, and she brings them out and she says, "Clark, you seem a little upset." Well, Jordan's visions. I think they got to me. Hmm. They seem to have struck a chord. Yeah. It's just by helping Mr. Alton, I was put three other lives in jeopardy. But you were there for them, Clark, and that's all that matters. I'm not so sure. If I had the chance to hurt someone, where then I would be able to save others, would I be able to? So now we're getting into this. This is now Clark having to make the hard choices. Yeah. So in a way, we are building to his maturity. And that's why I have to pause, even though it's at the very end here. Sorry, folks. But we're building on his maturity where it's essentially him realizing i'm not able to save everybody but also some like bad things are going to happen and i have mm. to be able to choose what is more right and it really is going to be in some situations me outweighing the positives and the negatives yeah it's growing up and it's him realizing it you would hope that this was maybe jarell's test mm -hmm. i'm still thinking it's the losing faith in humanity because there's nothing else that would make sense Jarell, I hate you for that test. Dude, and it's legit, man, because especially tying into that, yeah. Like, oh, if I just let him die, then he wouldn't have caused harm. It's like he was going to cause harm regardless. And it also even brings up is kind of the tie-in of what if Clark decides something, but it's not right? Yeah. What if Clark then decides not to do something, but it turns out that that was the right thing? So mm -hmm. it's essentially never really knowing, but it's Martha then shaking her head at him saying, you have a huge responsibility, not even being sarcastic, but you have to realize that you are able to save all these people. Just look at how much we trust you now with me, your father, with Lex. You've even made him a good friend. You can't save everybody. And she even mentions like, you're going to have to do the best for yourself because we're not going to be around all the time, you know? And that's what I do enjoy is that once again, we're starting to see more trust from the parents. Yep. They're starting to give him more. That leash is becoming longer and longer for Clark, where now it's, okay, you have to decide. We can protect you the all man, we want. Man left three months. Yeah. You <laughs> and had a whole life over there. Well, and they don't even want to know about it. They don't ask questions about it. They don't want to know. And that's where I think they're at. They just want him around so there's no more pushing to do what we want. Let's just be here to be supportive so mm -hmm. we don't lose him again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. And of course, she's like, hey, take these cookies out to your dad in the barn and try not to eat all of them before we're there. Badass. And dude, it's so funny because we've talked about that before. But also, he's already eat halfway through a cookie. Yeah, no, no, no. 
he he might that might be his second one no no that plate only has two cookies left. <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's no four. it has more but we go to the barn and he's asking for his dad because the machine's just on with no one on it and he then looks and john's on the floor passed or looks like he's passed out and of course we get a reacted uh reenacted of when martha got sick (laughs) dropped her pitcher of lemonade clark saw his dad and dropped the plate of cookies and of course john is getting lifted up by clark and he's like no not yet not yet damn it dummy put me down yeah and he's like reacting like it almost looks like a heart attack or a stroke of some kind and of course, he's like, oh, not yet, Clark. I love you, son, and passes out. And now we have Clark freaking out, screaming for his mother over and over again, nah! holding his father, and now nah! the credits roll. And that is the ending to our episode, so this obviously has to be a to-be-continued, even yeah. though we are not leaving off on that. That is still what the ending implies. So in a way... This episode was not happy whatsoever. Dude, this episode was so cool. <laughs> I, I'm i not going to lie. It's not my worst because at least there was points to it. It's just, my God, have some type of comedic relief. You know what? I need some more Pete action. I think Pete is going to really be able to bring the comedy is what I'm really thinking. And maybe that's why he I hate everything you're saying right now. <laughs> well, maybe that's why he hasn't been in the episodes because they're saving him. Keep saving him. <laughs> this is somebody saved me after all. If he's been saved, he's good. You know, save us. Save us from Pete. No, I think I think Pete would have worked well with this episode. What would he have done? I don't know. Maybe. We only had him for one thing, and he just said, Clark, take one for the team. All right. My one line for today, guys. I'll see you all next week. But yes, uh, we appreciate, as always, for you joining us once again this week for a lovely, almost somewhat filler episode. It was like a mixture. Canon, filler, whatever you want to call it. And this was Hereafter, episode 12. We'll be back for episode 13, Velocity. And as Taylor pointed out earlier today, we are two away from episode 14, Obsession. Oh, God. When I get my girl, Alicia. Oh, my Lord. You need to stop. You need to relax. waifu. Because let's not sell the next episode short. Next episode is your favorite. You're now wanting the audience to believe it's two episodes, but it's really next no, no, I'm gonna episode. I'll tell you what, it's your favorite. No, 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 no. And I'm no. gonna be the one that hates it the most. No, no, no. This is your favorite. So I don't wanna spoil anything, but it's obviously about Pete. So I'm getting really excited, and I think it's gonna be a good one. Can Oh, also, we don't know. John could be dead. Yeah, that was a crazy ending, really. Because yeah. it's John yeah, could be dead. We just end credits and John literally passed out. We don't know if he's dead or not, but We'll find out next week, I guess. So Jarrell probably took him. Dope. And he said, yeah, I'm tired of him. He's being too supportive now. I need John to go back to being an asshole. That's right. He's like, hey, John, just fix your act a little bit. Make him do a little crazy thing. Start hitting him again. Yeah. yeah. Make Martha dumb again. I know. She's being great, though, too. She's gotten more of the momness. She's got the Martha yeah, box again. She's, she's getting better here. I'm liking it. All right, everyone. Follow us on everything as always. You know what the deal is. It's all in the bio. It's all in the description. Don't be lazy. Just read. Just follow. Nobody reads. Just uh, talk shit to me on Twitter. That too. And give me hearts. Mm. And tell me how great I am. 
and I may give you a compliment back, but probably not. Yeah, I have to give him one first, and he'll do it. Maybe. Maybe like not a, even then. It's like a little coin machine. You'd get put something in, get something out, you know? My name's Zoltar. <laughs> <laughs> Catch us next week for Velocity. This is a Somebody Save Me podcast. We're out of here.